0: 3 a.m. Again, why did I ever think this was a good idea? Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. Join our group of Run Disney friends as we talk about running at Walt Disney World and beyond. We'll discuss recent runs, training, upcoming races, and surprise topics suggested by you, our listeners. Well, the alarm's gone off, so let's go.
1: Well, that was fun. What did you think, gang? That was one heck of a weekend, wasn't it? That was great.
2: Oh my goodness, yes. Wow.
1: wow. All right. Hi, my friends. Welcome to the Rise and Run podcast. I'm Bob. I'm here tonight with John. Hey, how you doing? With Greg. Hey, hey, hey. With Jack. Hi. With Allie.
3: Hi, all my tired friends. <laughs>
1: And with Lexi. Hello. Uh, Lexi's one of your tired friends, Allie. Yes, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, not with us tonight, Alicia. She'll be back next week. I hope. We got some notes from Alicia, though. She dropped us uh, a recording. We'll get to that later on. That was everything I hoped it would be. That was a wonderful weekend. Uh, we We alluded to this a little bit last week that this was the weekend that run Disney came back wine and dine weekend 2021. But, and I'll have to speak to this because the only other person there was Alicia that day. It didn't feel right. It just from the moment I got to the expo, something felt like it was missing and it came back slowly throughout the run Disney year. But when I got out of the car at the expo a couple of days ago, bam, we were back. We were back. And it felt that way the whole weekend. Is it 100% yet? Uh, we can debate that. Y'all can tell me what your thoughts are on that. But I really felt like it was a great weekend. All right, let's see. here. Before we get into that, we will, you know, we're just eight weeks now, less than eight weeks away from marathon weekend. So that's coming up on us really quick. We've got some long training runs yet. We've got some, if you're doing dopey, we've got some long rehearsals yet. Uh, I'm, friends are going to be tough. You know, we've talked about that before. They're going to be hard, but they are very important. And they're important to you having a great time at the weekend. But let's not dwell on that right now. If you're doing marathon weekend, you've got a six miler this Saturday. I'm sorry. You've got just a six miler this Saturday. Uh, If you're training for Princess, Princess is up to five miles now. We are going to spend, starting next week, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about the training and talking about what to expect and leading up into that, into what is the big weekend of the Run Disney season. But now, let's take a little time. It's just us this week. Well, we do have one special guest. We have one special guest we'll introduce later on in our race report spotlight, one 5K runner. We couldn't talk to all of you, so we picked uh, an individual who did her first ever 5K, first ever run Disney event, and you'll hear from her later on. Now, You may have noticed we didn't run a, a listener intro at the beginning here, um, kind of run out of those. We've got a couple we can use if we if we want to, but I just remind you the way to do that is hit that join the conversation link and leave us an intro as you've heard from other listeners the last couple of weeks. Okay. It was fun. It was fun from the time we started till the time I, I live here. <laughs> I live here. I get over to Disney world quite often, not as often as Jack, but quite, <laughs> quite often. And uh, my wife and I were commenting that I- even so, When we drive away, we're still just a little bit sad that we're driving away. And this weekend, that was really, that was really noticeable. Um, A great wine and dine weekend. Let's, a little review. Let's start with the Expo. The big question going into the Expo was, how is this virtual queue going to work? And what do you, what did
4: you think of the virtual queue, gang? I thought it was actually pretty good. It was better than what I thought it was. Does it need improvement? Uh, probably. But uh, it worked really well. You got 7.30, you got on, you got your queue, and they gave you time. I mean, you went up, got online. You weren't waiting. You weren't up at 6 o'clock or 5 o'clock in the morning waiting in the parking lot to get to your merchandise. So you had some extra time to sleep if you wanted to
1: that's nice yeah you take advantage of that on disney race weekends extra time to sleep
4: and also i thought what was really nice about it was the people that still had time to go they went up to the uh other expo uh the uh
1: the vendor expo
4: the vendor expo they got their bibs they they spent time in there went back got in the queue line and and it was done you know and i think that also helped the vendors out too i think because there's more traffic sent up set up there to the vendors because oh yeah i got time to kill oh yeah
0: no john you're absolutely right when i was in the expo i was talking with our buddy pam over at fluffy fizzies and by the time i got to her it was just before noon and so at that point the expo is technically open only two hours at that point. She told me that fluffy fizzies did more sales in those first two hours than she did. in the whole first day of wine and dine 2021. So yeah. it does wow. go to show that there was a massive expo effect by doing this virtual queue.
3: That's so cool.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's amazing. Some of that. We also had, we also had much bigger numbers of participants this year too. But, yeah, some of that was the cue. No question about that. Uh, I think a little bit of it was the Rise and Run podcast. A little bit. Uh, (laughs) Pam said we drove some customers her way. She said she had a lot of folks coming up mentioning the podcast.
3: I hope a lot of people got to try her products. I know I grabbed some of the bath salts And used them over the weekend and they saved my feet. And I also, (laughs) quick comment on the virtual queue. I was a little nervous because my flight got in at um, 4 p.m. Yeah. And so I wasn't able to join the virtual queue. And when I got there, I tried to join the virtual queue and it said no more spots are available. So I got a little nervous, but I was able to just walk in the door. So um, yeah, and it wasn't busy.
1: Good deal. Good deal. Uh, I'm somewhere in the middle. And I wasn't sure how it was going to work for me either. But what I typically do on any race weekend is make a lunch reservation, uh, drive from my home here on the west coast of Florida to that lunch reservation, and then go to the expo. So I was kind of curious too, but it worked out. I I did, by the way, there was no sign on Interstate 4 that says you are now 45 miles from the expo. I was looking for it, (laughs) but it wasn't there. And I didn't bother anyway. I, I waited till I got at 2 lunch and made a reservation there, it, which worked out perfectly well. It gave me an estimated time. I'm at lunch at noon. It gave me an estimated show time of about 2.20. As with many of these virtual queues, not all, but many, it went a little faster than anticipated. So, yeah, I, I was happy with it, too. Uh, John, you said it might need some improvements. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what improvements they would do on it. I think it worked pretty well.
4: No, I just thought uh, the way they lined us up in the morning. Uh, well, I was there. I was Q six, so uh, yeah, I was okay. early. Oh, okay, okay. So it was like uh, here. Where's the line for the virtual queue? Oh, there's no real line. Just stand over here. Oh, okay. And then we got online. Then they, then they started calling. The f- first queues were fuse one through three then everyone just started hovering around yeah that that entrance area they said okay guys queue 10 or higher leave go yeah. to the the expo come back because you're not gonna be called for a while
1: yeah it was like last call you don't have to go home but you can't stay here yeah <laughs>
0: yeah john i agree with you i i like the system i i i don't hate it But I think there are some other logistical things that do need to be tinkered with, especially for Marathon Weekend, because I think you had said to me at some point you had talked to a cast member that they are going to um, they are going to test it again for Marathon Weekend. Now, Grant, anything that comes out of a cast member's mouth is kind of like you know synonymous with like bus driver stories. You know, you can only take it with you know so much grain of salt, but. I think where they could see improvement is not necessarily with the run Disney merchandise, but the other aspects of the expo. I know from my experience, I was group 19. By the time I crossed through the intersection to get to ESPN, I probably sat in my car for a good 15 to 20 minutes, yeah, waiting to get a parking spot. So I so that was tying things up. I think the other thing too is and run Disney, if you're listening, some type of traffic uh, cop or something like that because it's very awkward where the buses exit and where the cars exit. Because you have this massive line of traffic coming in, and then you have all of these buses trying to make a left-hand turn to get out of the complex. And Mm -hmm. at one point, this massive motor coach just pulled right in front of my car and sat there for a good five minutes to let the backup traffic of the cars and the resort buses get out because they were backed up as well, too. So I think that is definitely some room for improvement. And then the other area that I would say for improvement would be because, again, a lot of people were there waiting for their queue to get called and everything like that. For me, on Thursday, the bib pickup line was extremely long. I mean, we snaked hmm. all throughout hmm. the concourse outside the building and then you even had to wait in line once you got down the stairs to, to show them everything. So for me, picking up my bib was probably another half-hour process, too. Now, again, how to correct that, I'm not 100% sure. So I think while it maybe solves some merchandise issues, it might have created some new ones, which, again, Disney has a bunch of smart people. I think they'll get it figured out. Now, the reason why they had the virtual queue with the merch, I thought it was a very smooth process. I had no problems getting things picked out. Ali, I'm really glad to hear your experience that there were things available for you. Yeah. And then I and then I also made sure to reach out to my friend Steph. Uh her and I did marching band together back in high school and she's a big run Disney runner. She was only doing the half marathon and she arrived on late Friday night so she didn't get to the expo until Saturday morning and her comment to me was there was lots of merch with lots of sizes and lots of availability. So Good. If the virtual queue caused that, then bravo, run Disney.
4: And to add to that, uh, Sunday morning, I walked over to the merch tent at the race. And there, oh, was, okay. there was the jackets were in there. The I did it shirts were in there. So there was stuff in there. So either it they either got their inventory up higher or there was a lot of stuff left. So it was good. And
1: probably, Probably both.
2: Have no fear that if you are to go on the last day of the expo, like Greg said, everything was completely stopped. I was shocked. I got there right at open. I went and picked up my big, my big, my bib. <laughs> um, it could picked have been up my bib. bib. <laughs> yeah. Well, you <laughs> did. I went to the expo. It was slightly busy, but we got through the expo pretty fast. Went to the merch area, and it was. I was I was surprised. I still wish there was more different kinds of merch like they used to have when Champion did it. I know for my first expo with the um Princess Half Marathon back in twenty eighteen, uh Champion had so many different outfits and and tops and bottoms and whatnot to choose from. And there's like so many rows of merchandise. I do kind of miss those days. Um, but they still had a good bit and um yeah, I'm excited to see what uh, Dopey is going to be like because I was like, I'm, I'm going to save my money this time. So I didn't buy any merch um, from the Disney merch area. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: so, so based on what I heard from Greg and John, based on my experience, and what I heard from Jack and Allie, I would have no trouble telling folks, go after lunch. I had no trouble driving in, no trouble getting a parking spot. My assigned time was fine. I had maybe three people in front of me to pick up my bib, so I I I like going after lunch. It seems to work out pretty well. How about the vendor vendors expo itself? We we talked about it a little bit. Um, now that was <laughs> that was kind of interesting. I I like to go. Of course, you you go to pick up your bib, and when you finish that, you head over typically. You don't have to, but typically you head over to the Vendors Expo to get your shirts. That's where they're located. Um, Like I said earlier, I had no problem doing that. On Saturday, I like to go on Saturday to visit primarily with Jeff because it's usually a little less crowded. But we got there at opening on Saturday. (laughs) That line was pretty daggum long. In fact, Becky and I just sat there and let everybody go in it took a good 10 minutes for everybody to get in there before we got in but it was cool the uh, expo is not quite as big as it was pre-pandemic but it's getting mighty close um the only difference i notice is that when you if you are when you walk in and you look down on the site from that balcony up there the very left row where i think there are actually pull out bleachers over there There are still no vendors over there, but the rest of the vending area is full. I made a comment last week that I didn't see any place where they were serving any kind of food or beverage on the floor. In fact, they did. There was a place to get beer, champagne, wine, and I don't know if they sold snacks there or not, but uh, I, I think we can expect to see that be a little bigger when we get back in January. I still won't have the New Balance section though, selling selling the uh, Walt Disney shoes. Remember when they used to do that? You guys remember that? They, they were cool. A... Yeah, I
5: only I did. heard
3: I were only heard. they New Balance yeah. or something like that? I can't remember.
1: It was New Balance, yeah. Yeah, I never got a pair. I only I only even got into line once. At the time, New Balance would start their season with the marathons. They'd start selling the new shoes with the marathon. So by the time I got there for wine and dine, it was the end of the new balance season for the shoes. So when you go in and ask for a pair of 15 wides, they just look at you funny. So, but they do a lot of it. They do that a lot anyway. Um, yeah, but I thought the expo was, was great. I had the same experience talking with Pam. I talked with her again on Saturday. She said her, her volume of traffic was, was Great uh who else did i chat with over there i missed i missed coach Twiggs, but i did see jeff a couple times
3: one thing that i thought was interesting uh, for the expo with the disney merchandise was i was expecting there to be i don't know why i was expecting this but i was expecting there to be one of the new style of magic bands for us um and it was the old style of magic bands
1: yeah they didn't have one for the race weekend not the new style yeah you're right i don't know if that's coming i suspect that's coming Allie. maybe not this season maybe next season
3: Yeah, it's just interesting. I didn't know if like Magic Band Plus was like all getting changed over, but it seems like they're still putting out new versions new styles of the old magic band. So that's Wouldn't it be, be cool away.
0: with Magic Band plus if like every time you hit a mile marker like yeah. Yeah. Magic Band like went crazy or yeah. something oh, like that? that would yeah. Be, that would be so yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. yeah I would expect that. <laughs> run Disney, yeah. less, you can send the residual bit, yeah. tech uh, check to Greg at Rising Run. <laughs> 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 and
3: yeah. we all want one of those Magic Bands too.
1: <laughs> I like it. You
3: know what like
2: it could it. be like? You know those like pass holder magnets. If you put it on the Snapchat filter and then press the record button, you'll actually see Mickey and Minnie give you some magic on your refrigerator. It's like it's like an animation thing. Oh, I Got and you
1: there. Yeah,
2: that would be cool. In addition to Greg's idea, so that way you take a Snapchat and every time you get to a mile marker, maybe there's like a word of encouragement that Mickey or whatever character that's on it does.
1: Nice. <laughs> That
2: would
1: be yes. very cool. That would be awesome. I, I think it would have to be Jeff Galloway.
5: Oh, I yeah. think. I think we're going to have to start getting uh, royalties from Ren Disney. with Yeah. All the, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. the quality sure. of the merchandise is really nice, too. I, yes. I noticed yeah.
1: That. Yeah. Be sure to let me know when that royalty thing starts to happen, okay? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, a lot of positive vibes from the Expo. Started uh, running into friends at the Expo. Always do. I uh, got more, got more friends now cause the community is getting bigger. So, and I'm not this time. I always say, Oh, I can't name names because if I do, I'm going to leave somebody out. I'm going to try and stick with that this time. Cause there were so many that if I start, I know I'll, I'll be leaving somebody out and I don't want to do that, but it was fun. If I saw you at the expo, just know that I really enjoyed it and really appreciate it. Okay. First up the 5k, uh, Starts in the dark, ends in the dark. That's the way it is uh, this time of year in Florida. Um, thoughts on the 5K? Let's see, Jack, you didn't run it. Uh, Ali, you did, right? Yeah, of I course did. you did. Allie, you're running everything. What am I thinking?
3: <laughs> yep, I ran it. It was my second 5K I've ran with Run Disney, and we decided to do the goal of doing the slowest 5K ever and get all of the um, the pictures. The lines are really long. I didn't realize how long they get for the 5k um but it was it was really fun we had a great time we made friends and it it was awesome and and i got to see um all my rise and run buds and all my run dopey buds and uh, meet make some new friends in the corral um and it was great
1: good deal but uh, you've got a long way to go for the slowest 5k ever Uh, i've I've got a pretty good uh, i got a pretty good hold on that with oh really uh, yeah. Well, Which, me and Becky do it, you know, Becky and I do it. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it, it took us two easy.
3: and a half hours.
1: Well, now so, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah.
3: And, and we didn't even feel like we were going to get swept. It was pretty awesome. Now, yeah. Now what so, corral did yeah. you go out of? Um, I was at a B.
1: B. Yeah. That helps. Mm-hmm. We went out of C. We went out of C and it's funny. We get in line and C, and the, crowd, the herd instincts it starts moving forward and all of a sudden I look around and we're the last people there. Okay. I mean just about so then there's no there's no balloon ladies on the five K. So they weren't there. But but then as it moves around and meanders and makes up and turn, all of a sudden I turn around and there must be fifteen hundred people behind me. So I don't know.
3: <laughs> it all worked well, out. It was good. There was Olaf, yeah. I think as the character stops. There was yeah. um that weird bear, I can't remember the name of. Duffy. Um, Duffy, yep. Uh-huh. And, um, and then Emil and Remy from Ratatouille were there. And Donald Duck was there. Was that it?
0: I think so. But speaking of characters, though, I was very, very happy to see that they brought back the characters for pre and post race. Yes. Because yes, there, there yes. was, there was a part oh, of me you. that was really, mm-hmm. really afraid that they were just going to do those little, you know, cardboard cutout uh-huh. photo ops. And when I, when I saw the big lines, when I got there for the 5k, that, that really made my heart happy. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, not only that, but they're not distanced away from you either. You can come up Mm -hmm. and like literally stand next to them hug them again.
1: I thought that's what it was
2: going to be like. I was like, oh, I'm excited for for Marathon Weekend now. Mm -hmm.
1: I got there so early on 5K morning. And it's just a function of taking the first bus, that's all. But staying at Port Orleans French Quarter, it's relatively close. And our bus left a little before 3. I got there so early. I was at the character stop, a uh, character photos before photo pass was. So, <laughs> uh, the, the first character that I took a photo with, I did, I literally did a selfie, held my arm out at arm's length and did a selfie. And then the next, next one, there was a cast member there and I got some pictures, but uh, I got, I got through three. I mean, that was nice. I got through the lines really fast. Yeah. I was glad to see that. Greg. That was pretty, that was
3: great. And the medals were really cool for the 5k. Um, the guitars spin and i don't yeah. know if you guys noticed on the back of the uh, metal behind the guitars it says i did it on each guitar
0: yeah oh well, i did not pick it up on does. that yeah. right,
1: i, have I, to... I thought it was the
3: only metal that didn't say i did it but they snuck uh-huh. it in there <laughs> uh, that'll
1: teach you but uh, I, ha- I have to start with this because it's part of a building story um you know i went down there and uh, my doctor told me no walking, no running. And I said, ah, well, you know, I'm going to do an hour and a half 5k. I'm not worried about it. I, I was not, uh, prescribed a boot, but by golly, I've got him here. So I took it with me, but am come on, come on. I'm much too tough to need a boot for a 5k. Come on. who do you think you're messing with here? Yeah. I paid for that, uh, <laughs> by, by about the first mile. If there had been a place to stop, if there'd been a way to turn yourself in on the 5k, I would have done it or the way to cut the course and end it. I would have done it. And by the end of that day, I was pretty miserable. Um, uh, it just hurt. Mm-hmm. And, but I will, I will leave that there and we, we will continue on. All right. So another thing that went right this weekend, really for the whole weekends, the weather was pretty nice. Now it got warm. Uh, it was, uh, temps temps were above average for florida they got a little rain we'll get to that We got a little rain on sunday but uh, saturday came by saturday was pretty warm um i'll start here with the 10k on saturday i'll pick up where i left off after the 5k so for the 10k i put the daggum boot on and i kept telling everybody that i saw oh that's another thing uh we saw a bunch of folks before the runs that opportunity to stand on the left side of the bleachers there, uh, a bunch of folks came by and visited. So that was wonderful. Again, always happy to see you friends. I cannot, I can't over exaggerate that. Uh, Really happy to see folks who come along. Um, Yeah. I I came, uh, walked around in the boot, told everybody, I'm getting to the first medical tent and I'm stopping and turning myself in. So I did that, but not only did I do that, I went out of corral. Oh, I know what I did. I went out of corral C on that one. I actually had an A on my on my bib, but uh, a bunch of my friends were going out of C. I forget who went out of C on that one. Uh, Greg, did you go out of C? I can't, can't yes, remember. Uh, yes, yeah. Ali and I went out of C, yeah. That's it. So I hung with you guys. That was it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh and, and and as soon as as soon as y'all went and you went as you should have, uh as soon as the corral releases within twenty seconds, I am by myself. I mean, I'm walking in the boots, so I'm walking slowly. The my group is gone. The next group hasn't released yet, so I'm walking by myself for probably two minutes. It was very quiet and, and calm and reassuring. But the good part was, I felt real good. Oh, okay. good. Yeah, I had no problem at all. I'm walking along and uh I I kinda was hoping that the balloon ladies would catch up to me because I was going that slowly. I stopped at every character stop I could and in the first mile there were actually three. Wow. The third one coming. Yeah, third one coming at right out of mile. I hope you don't ask me who they were because
3: Mulan much, was one of them, I think. Was it
1: okay, thank you. Cause like I was gonna say as much as I love Disney. I'm old and I have no grandchildren. So I don't see... Any <laughs> um, what was the so. second
0: one? It was the, uh, the, the hippos there was a from hippo. yes, Fantasia.
3: The, I stopped at the hippos from Fantasia too. That was a good one.
1: And then there was a gorilla or orangutan oh, yeah. or... Yep. I'm not uh, sure who that was. King oh, King
0: Louie? I think, yeah, King
1: Louis. Was that who it was? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, from Jungle Book. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's right. Well, he was he was actually at the first mid-tent. He was actually across the street. Because I went to the... First mid-tent, and I said, all right, here's the deal. I'm not supposed to be running, not supposed to be walking. Uh, I'd like to get my medal, so I'm going to get on the first bus. What's the deal? And the woman very kindly said, sure, uh, but we don't run that one until the race goes past. So have a seat, and it'll probably be 10 or 15 minutes. So I said, well, I'm going to walk across the street and get in that character photo line over there. (laughs) That's right. So, uh, So I did that. I came back and she said, well, the bus is just down there if you want to go hop on it. And I did. And I think we woke the bus driver up. I didn't do it. I think the cast member who was assigned to the bus did. But he was in a good mood. It was no... I don't know if he's really sleeping or not. So I hung out there on the bus and took the parade bus ride back. I'd I'd been on a medical bus before, but not on a parade bus. Um, It's kind of interesting because they they'll sweep some people at that point. So let's say eight or 10 folks get on and then they'll continue and they'll start picking up stragglers as they go along until they get to a designated point and they head back to Epcot. But that's race number two. That was my experience on race number two. I got back, again, felt real good. Leg did not hurt this time. So the boot really, really helped. And uh, in fact, I wore it the rest of the day and things went pretty well. So that was the 10 K for me, but I left out a good eight point something K's, So I need to hear about the rest of those from you guys.
3: Wow. What a humid race.
1: Yes. It was that.
3: That's, that was pretty much my whole comment for the entire race. It was really fun. (laughs) Um, You know, it's, it's better to that to be dry, I guess, in that sense that it wasn't raining, but it was sure humid.
0: Mm. Yeah. So for that race, my, my costume was, I was a uh, bandit who is the dad from the popular cartoon bluey, uh, that you can uh, stream on Disney plus, but it's a, it's an Australian cartoon, but it, but it's huge in this household. And I got mad at myself because I, I passed the the one, of the character stops. like got, I think it was Pluto or something like that. And I was like, Oh gosh, darn it. I, I forgot to put my my hood on because it has the little dog ears on it, and I was like, "I'm going to make sure to do that for any other photo pass or uh, or character stop." And my God, the first time I put oh. that that hood on, I was like, "Nope, this is nope. I'm taking this down." As soon as I don't see any other You're photo pass photographers, yeah. um, I, I will. The, the two comments that I have about the 10K is number one, I know when we had our council of costumes on. You know, we all talked about, you know, how are people going to embrace this theme of Raya and the last dragon? And let me tell you, the people showed up for this race in terms of those costumes. There was some extremely intricate ones. Um, Obviously, our good friend Pamela, she definitely represented really well. I saw
3: Cindy um, on the course, too.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, unfortunately, I don't know your first name, but running to the castle, um, she had a, a really awesome outfit. And then I, with where I was on the course, now, I, I don't know the official name, but you know, when, when you, you see it in Chinese culture where they have the dragons and it's yeah. multiple people operating? Right. Yes. Them? Right. yes. There was like a group of three ladies who did something similar to that, but with a sisu. Yeah, And I was with them the entire race. And everyone kept talking about like, oh, when are you going to ditch that thing? When are you going to ditch that thing? And they carried that thing the whole Mm. 6.2 miles. So that was really, really impressive. Yeah. Um, Now for the course itself, though, I will admit that when the course maps came out, I was a little disappointed initially because I love that old traditional 10K route of backstage, then World Showcase, then the entire Crescent Lake, Epcot Resort loop, you know, Boardwalk, Swan Dolphin, uh, Yacht and Beach, and then back into Epcot. I always thought that that was a perfect course. Mm -hmm. This one I liked. I mean, you know, those first couple of, I mean, it was, what, pretty much highway for like the first half of it. Yeah. But let me tell you, there's something... You know, we talk about the you know the love and the emotion of running down Main Street, you know, during you know Marathon Weekend and Princess. Mm-hmm. But there's something really cool about running through Hollywood Studios in the dark, oh, with all with yeah. all the ne- uh, neon and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. I, that was really cool, and that and that was like a big core memory uh, for me for this race. Now, the pinch point of going along the. You know the, the river there to make right. your way to the boardwalk that got a little frustrating at times. Yeah, it always does. But um, uh, you know, obviously with marathon weekend it's a little bit different because it's at the end, and you know most people are you know more staggered just, and walking just happy and everything to be like there. That. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I I, I had a I had a great time during the ten k. Hey,
1: before we get totally away from costumes, uh, first of all, I saw all three members of our council of costumes. I saw Cindy, Pamela, and uh, Kristen. All three of them. They were all. They all did very well. I said I wouldn't mention names, but hey, they're part of the family. Uh, another extended part of the family. How about Margaret's guitar costume for the 5K? Mm-hmm. That
3: was incredible, that was and she's on the Instagram for the Run Disney site. So if you missed it, you uh, can, can see it be. there.
1: That was spectacular. Well, well done, Margaret. I mean, she did well all weekend, but that was amazing.
3: And she was oh. a taco for the 10K. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she did great. I, I Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to let that one go. And she uh, had a think it's
4: sour cream in her hand too. <laughs> yeah, she, she did. did. <laughs> I
1: know. I know. I know. She does a great job. Uh, John, any thoughts on the 10K that uh, we haven't talked about so far?
4: Yeah. Like I said, I like the Hollywood studios, you know, coming, coming through the back, went by rock and roller coaster, picture in front of the big guitar. Then, you know hitting hitting the uh the boardwalk and uh that's about it okay
1: fair enough general comment on the races and greg this kind of picks up on something you said it seems right now at least that disney has decided races are going to start and end at epcot period and i think that limits some of what they can do and I, I thought it was, and I'm not sure the reason behind it. There could be several reasons
4: behind it. So I think one of the reasons why, and I was thinking about this, uh, the security booths. Because uh, when we yeah. did it, when, when we, when we did the uh, springtime last year, they went, that you, they brought you through theme park security at the front of the park for the, at animal kingdom. So you were in there and now at, if we're, What were they going to do? Put these security booths into the parking lot of Magic Kingdom again and just temporarily for a day? I don't know, because this made everything a little more easier. You don't have to bring more people in to work it. You know, and- I mean,
1: that that's very, very possibly part of it. Um, I'd also point out there's a lot of construction going on over in the Magic Kingdom area. Yes. That may limit the possibilities for... Uh, you know, uh, some of the races, but it does it does limit things a little bit.
3: Well, one final thought too about the ten k that we could also mention is our friends in the Run Dopey group had an amazing costume that kept me going the whole time because I kept seeing them randomly on the course, and they were dressed as um beer wenches and they had these pretzels that were blow up oh, pretzels, yeah,
6: yeah.
3: and they they were just and they had the, the beer mugs that um they weren't real filled with beer, but they looked like they were filled with beer. And they kept just running by and just saying ridiculous stuff like they always do. And um and our friend Chris Turner uh, was wearing Lederhosen the whole time. And I asked him how it was to run in Lederhosen. And he said it was one of the most fu- comfortable running costumes that he had. He said it was totally fine.
0: Speaking of beer, I think it was for the 10K. Did anybody see the person who was dressed up as the Run Disney Beer Cup? Yeah. That was
1: an absolutely brilliant I costume. missed it. I missed it. Saturday morning, ten k. Saturday afternoon, we got together for our meet and greet over at uh, Disney Springs at Dockside Margaritas. Boys and girls, that was fantastic. It was wonderful. Uh, I was so happy to see everyone. If you and, and I and if you couldn't make it, I understand. It's very difficult. There's practically no way to schedule something that everybody can get to a lot of folks are there with family they've got park reservations uh they can't make it over but those of you who did we were delighted to see you uh we liked the name tags now people feel a little awkward putting name tags on but we were happy that uh some folks did that it was helpful it was most helpful it was wonderful to see everyone um you got to meet our uh You got to meet our support crew. You got to meet our uh, chief logistician, Diane, John's wife. You got to meet (laughs) our, and this is her own description. She put it on her name tag, our freaky publicist, my wife Becky, (laughs) (laughs) who, who literally by herself gave away, I don't know how many wristbands she would just walk up to people, just literally walk up to people. Are you here for the run? And if they said yes, they heard about the Rise and Run podcast and got a wristband, which actually a, I think was pretty good.
3: She's a candy pusher too. She got me to eat a bunch of a she bunch got, of candy at the event. She got
1: rid of a bunch of Alicia's candy. I think she got rid of all of it or practically all of it. Um,
4: you must take two. You must take two.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, I I find out about this later. Um, uh, here's another name I'm going to mention, and that's Tara. Tara had a. Little presentation yeah. for us that touched us all very very much. We we told you we appreciated it, Tara. We really did. Thank you. That was so sweet. Um,
0: yeah, the, this meetup was overwhelming in the best way possible. Yeah. Um, you know, we we set out to do this because our you know, significant others and friends and family are just sick and tired of us talking to them about Run Disney. We just wanted to do it, you know, with each other. And the number of people that, you know, came up to us and shared their story or how they've set new running goals, or, you know, I know one person came up to me and was like, your story about crossing the finish line at the marathon inspired me to you know want to do more races or i signed up for customized training you know because of you guys you know so the fact that because we have a passion and we just want to share it with others the fact that we're we're creating positive change in people's lives that's just emotionally overwhelming in in the most beautiful way and we cannot thank you all for the amazing support and um we're going to be here to to keep giving it to you folks so th- thank you so much
3: i want to echo what greg said as well and and add on to it too which is everyone who is a runner has a unique story and one of the reasons why we love doing this podcast is we love to hear your stories and we love to share your stories with the people in the community and so a lot of times at the meet and greet you know i was saying if you have an interesting story feel free to reach out to us on instagram facebook uh, messenger email the gang at riots and run podcast and let us know you know how you can also inspire other people as well too
1: i, I agree with everything you said i i love it it, it was a wonderful opportunity i just if it i think it shows that <laughs> i love meeting everyone i really do i draw if you think you draw strength from the podcast and draw strength from us i draw strength from all of you i promise you you do more for me than i can ever pay back so but the bottom line is we had a blast we said we'd be there from two thirty 30 to 3 i think i left about 20 after four or something like that things finally shut down uh that seems like a decent place to do it because we had good spillover room. We had a table there where there were some seats, but we had an opportunity to spill out into the immediate area and we had enough room for everyone who showed up. So we will probably do the same thing marathon weekend. And we typically have it that Saturday afternoon, especially marathon weekend. Not too many folks want to hit the parks, as especially the goofy and dopey crowd uh, get the half marathon out of the way kind of take it easy saturday afternoon and then back to work on sunday so that was wonderful and we appreciate it okay so we wake up early one more morning <laughs> how many people got up an hour
4: early Anybody? Oh, I, oh i did i, I will, put one yeah. o'clock. i gotta put one o'clock twice okay yeah, yeah. I, I set my al- I set my alarm properly.
1: Two thirty. I knew it was going to work. Uh, it had been working for me all week. But I woke up at one eleven, and you look at it. And as far as I can tell, there is no possible way to tell which one eleven it is. You just can't. Uh, maybe I found you a turn way. The on? How, how's that, Jack?
2: Well, I guess maybe not so much, but. Cause I was freaking out, so I wanted to get up at one forty-five, and realized I couldn't. So put my alarm on for two oh one. Freaked out that I was like, because I was coming from home, I wasn't staying on Disney property, and this was my first time not being at Disney. Technically well, and you daytime. just
3: had that other one where you just overslept a little bit too. From yeah, the other way. Right, yeah. Right, it freaked right, me right. out.
2: And yeah. so I was like, I wanted to get ready for this and like get myself all dolled up and whatnot. Um, you know, I'm being costume, and my friend her alarm never went off. Uh, <gasps> it was a two a.m. alarm, and I had mine at two one. Mine went off, and then I came out uh, to where she was, and I was like, "Is it two? I I, just, I don't know." We debated about it for five minutes, and then we looked <laughs> to the right and looked at my stove and microwave, and it said, "Nope, we're good. It's time now because it was an hour." You know, it said three. Ahead. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we're good to get ready, but now I have to get ready fast. Huh?
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, there was, you know, coach Twiggs had a good suggestion for us. I don't know if anybody followed up on it or not. I didn't have, I didn't have any problem because I set it for two thirty, And once I did my, uh, pad and my phone, both said your alarm's going to go off in six hours and 30 minutes or whatever it was. I don't recall. And I could, I did the math and I went, okay, that's forward an hour. So that's good. But Chris's suggestion was if you need to get up at like 1.45, there's only one way to do it. You can't set an alarm. You have to set a timer and set your timer and figure out how much time should it be between now and 1.45, add an hour and set the timer for that.
2: That's so smart.
3: Yeah. yeah. Gosh, but then I you get to that. know, then you know how much sleep you're getting and that's upsetting.
1: <laughs> or not getting, I mean, is the case. Right, may be, exactly. but Yeah, yeah, All right. yeah. Okay, so whatever whatever happened, I know we all got out there. And that was <laughs> that was a good thing. So half marathon, let's see.
0: So I, I know we're gonna talk about the race in just a second, but John, I have a bone to pick with you. Why did you not do everything in your power when you arrived there to get back on the bus to come back to Saratoga Springs, blow down my door? To tell me that Powerline Max was one of the character stops <laughs> in the pre-start area. I, I I need to hear your explanation.
4: I figured you and your daughter closed down uh, Magic Kingdom that night, and you probably were sleeping and needed to sleep.
0: <laughs> in fairness, I was up early because that was my 60-day window for marathon weekend, oh, yeah. so I was up early. I just wasn't up that early.
1: I still haven't <laughs> done that. I still haven't done that. If, if you're out there and you haven't done your reservations, uh, your ADRs, your advanced dining reservations for Marathon Weekend, uh, you're in the window. I haven't done mine either, though.
4: I walked in to the start area. I saw a power line there, and I said, Greg is going to die. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. I, 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 slowly, I slowly did. When I finally woke up that morning and at least three different people sent me photos, of power line, I was like, I was bummed, but I was very happy to see that all of you got to experience that. And Run Disney, if you're listening, you gotta bring them back for Marathon Weekend.
4: How does they Do not? it. It
1: goes
2: with the theme perfectly, technically <laughs> exactly. speaking. I'm just exactly.
1: Saying. I'm just saying. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I missed it, Greg, if it makes you feel any better, but I wasn't looking. After getting the photos the first day, I just went and, uh, actually, I went Actually, I'll start with this. I, I went because I knew my buddies, uh, Kim Mishu and her son Woody, were there. So when I got off the bus, I kind of headed straight over to the uh, athletes with disabilities tent to say hi to them before heading over to the bleachers to see our friends. But out on the course, how'd it go?
2: Wow, it was really humid, was <laughs>
3: It was
6: really
2: okay. Question for you guys. Is it just me? I remember my first half marathon for Wine and Dine and it rained as well at the start and then also the first like six miles, I think. Is this is Wine and Dine cursed in some form or fashion? Oh maybe. Because it definitely rained hard in the beginning.
3: The rain was a little bit much for me. Like I I don't mind a sprinkling, but when it's like hitting my face with big drops and dripping down my face. And I was pretty miserable for that.
1: You know, I didn't experience that. Neither did I.
2: It oh, rained wow. so hard. Well, I was in Ikra. Maybe it was just like a, the rain cloud over me or something yeah, like that. Because maybe. Yeah. a guy uh, sitting next to us or in front of me and my friend, uh, he pulled out his weather app. There was not a single cloud on that weather app at all. No green spots or anything. And all I'm thinking is, why? And, (laughs) dude, I had got so, so much. I mean, you can probably watch it on my video for Passport to Run, how drenched I am. It was so bad that my skirt, my Moana skirt, and you know you're supposed to practice in your costumes running-wise before you do the race. I had used this in a 5K, so I knew exactly how I was going to run in it. Well, the skirt was so, is a heavier fabric. And with the rain oh. behind around mile five or six, I ended up having to carry with my, with my hand, my skirt, because it was sliding down my butt. And wow. I was like, oh, my God, this is so heavy. And so you darn. can see in all my pictures that I'm just carrying my skirt. And by the time I got to the finish line, if you see the purple shorts underneath, it's because I gave up. And I was like, this is my finish line photo.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah. you know, it, it must have been very isolated because I took off out of B. I was in the first group going out of B. I We got some rain, but I never remember it being more than a,
4: a light oh, yeah. drizzle. Yeah, that was it, it, Cause yeah. it was about as hard as it Because I
3: look like a drowned rat by Probably the first dark. like three miles. Me yeah. too. No, I, I never no recovered. No. <laughs> That's must, interesting.
4: It must have been that cloud right over the start line. Cause, it I mean- yeah, must have been. It might have
3: been dressed as Eeyore in my corral or something like that. It's <laughs> it's just a little
6: rain cloud,
4: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was because uh, I think. Well, I was in a corral, and about a mile in, it there was no rain anymore for me. So no, I don't mind it wow. at all either. So that it's was just so di- that's how isolated it was.
2: <laughs> Different story on this end.
4: <laughs> all right. Yeah, it must have been. <laughs> but, but but I think what did happen though was. I think we missed a lot of the characters uh, because I did not know Mike and Sully were out. I did not know uh, there was a couple other characters that were said. Oh, where were they? Oh, magic. They were at Hollywood Studios. Didn't see them because I guess because of the rain. I guess you don't want to, you know, like wet Sully. You know, yeah. Uh, so that that was one of the uh, things I think that was a factor. It must been really raining hard. I said it wasn't raining when we were there.
2: I was I was curious what because okay, so just so you guys know, so it was my first time ever getting an A Corral on my bib. And if you don't know, if you decide that you want to be in a different corral, you're more than welcome to choose one um year corral or behind. behind and so I went right. from um I wanted to be with my friend because it was our first half marathon, and so I went to e corral. So I'm I'm now I'm curious I'm like well what would it have been like if I was in Acro would I have been soaked and carried my skirt
1: No it would have been drier you you would have stayed drier Yeah but
2: did you see Okay so there is definitely some characters missing on my end too I saw Mike and Sully but there is Lady Tremaine was leaving because of the rain because it started going down a little bit harder and then there is one right after her and I I don't know what it was all you could see was a setup. but there was no character around. I was like, oh, sadness.
3: One other thing that happened that was cool in the corral was as we got to the front, um, Carissa Galloway said something and she said, Boston's in the house. And of course me and my friend Casey, who was doing her first challenge, were both from the area. So we cheered really loudly and the person in front of us turned around and she had mentioned um, Run nerd." And so I made a friend. So I have. So we Aww. met Ron Disnerd in in the corral. So that was really cool too.
1: I how about out on the course? How how did it go? Finish? How'd it go? That
4: was, that was the course was good. Uh, I met up with uh, Brian. He was on a race report. Uh, there was the yes. up there, up there Brian, in uh, yes, up, up there in, in Rochester, Roche- Rochester, Rochester. I think it oh, was, it?
1: right. Okay, well, yeah,
4: and, yeah, I think it was Rochester. Yeah, so I met up with Brian. Uh, he said, we just started running together and which was great because, uh, you run together with somebody and the miles just tick away and you don't realize that they actually, were like, wow, we're at mile six already. This is great. You know? And, you know, it was fun. We, you know, uh, saw some characters. I did see, you know, Captain Hook, uh, Pluto, and
7: Mr. Mr. Yeah. Steve,
4: Jeff. All those, you know, uh the army men. So it was it was good. Uh the highway wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. It looked yeah. long on the map. It looked long on the map. And then I'm going down the highway, I hear John. There was <laughs> yeah. and uh I look up and there's Jack. I'm going, Oh no, she's running with her friend and she's an e-corral. Are we that far behind? <laughs>
2: first of all so i actually only started with my friend i just wanted to start in the same corral and then i let her have her race. um so i kind of went from there but i just happened to look over the overpass and i was just like man that really looks like john (gasps) and i screamed bloody murder (laughs) and i got his wave on my video i got super excited and i'm like i'm coming for you (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so i'm checking my tracker and she was just like slowly ticking up you know boom 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 so we're like looking behind for waiting for a jack to be uh popping into the group with us but uh we were just probably only a couple minutes uh apart
2: shot, yeah
3: part
4: part at the end so it was good
3: it's funny that you mentioned meeting friends out on the course because Um, I mean, we see people all the time. We saw our friend KG. I saw Alicia running. So I ran about eight miles with Alicia. Um, And then the whole time we were going, I wonder how Bob's doing. I I hope that he, he made it. You know, he said he wanted to go as far as he could. And then a couple miles would go by and go, man, I wonder how Bob's doing. And then I think right around like mile eight or something, there was that big long turnaround. And I saw Bob. And I saw yeah. him in good spirits and looking like he was going to finish the race with um with Woody and Kim there. So, and it was really nice to be able to see that.
1: Well, I appreciate it. Here's the rest of the story. I show up. I and I felt pretty good. I felt. I said I felt good after the mile I did in the ten k, and I got up Sunday morning and I felt pretty good still wearing the boot. Actually, the boot was rubbing, but that's that's a minor incident. That was, that hurt, but that was a minor thing. Nonetheless, I was committed to going maybe two miles. And in fact, in fact, to this, to this point right now, I have no idea what kind of pace I maintain because I never started my Garmin. I wasn't going to finish. I had no intention of finishing. I come walking in there and there's a uh, food truck. Okay. How about a pizza cone with scrambled eggs, bacon and cheese before we start off? Sure. Oh, that sounds so good. Sure. I'm not running a half marathon. I'll take it. So I finished that off. Um, I went over and I went over and saw, like I said, I went over and saw our buddies, my buddy, uh, Woody and, and Kim and, uh, came back to the crowd and i was with pamela pamela from our council of costumes who is also battling an injury pamela's got a hip problem that she's working with i said pamela let's just walk together we'll get as far as we can and we'll walk at an easy pace you decide so we took off out of corral b i wasn't gone about a mile maybe when kim and woody catch up with us I always thought that those athletes were released first, but that's not quite right. The push rim and hand cycle athletes, the, the guys who go at a pretty good clip, those are the ones who are released first, but the duos, as they call them, the athletes are being pushed by another athlete. They go off in what you would call group B2. So I wasn't very far before they caught up with me. I was surprised. Now I'd pushed Woody before, uh, at Space Coast and I was used to it and and he knows me and we communicate reasonably well. And, uh, I know that he likes, he, he, I know he likes having his mom push him. I know that, but he also likes having other people push him, people that he can be friends with. And that was kind of neat. So I grabbed hold of the back of Woody's chair and I thought, yeah, I can do this for a mile or so and darn if he didn't pull me the next 12 plus miles and uh we had a good time we kept up a decent pace uh we uh it was fun one of one of his ways of expressing is he likes to fist bump people going by
4: yeah. so i had
1: to i I had to go side to side on the course if there was people watching on the left i had to get over to the left so what he could fist bump if they were on the right we had to which Normally people would be upset with you if you cut them off, but you've cut them off in a big race chair like that. uh, They have a lot more patience. Um, Those things push relatively easily. Uh, They're not too, I mean, Woody's not a little guy. He's pretty good size. He's as tall as I am, but he doesn't weigh as much. Uh, But with the chair, that's a pretty good weight. It rolls real easily. You notice the weight when you're going uphill, but you really notice it surprisingly when you're going downhill. Oh, those things, I, bet. I went to squeeze the brake. I said, Kim, what's up with this brake? She goes, Oh, that doesn't work. <laughs> and it doesn't. It doesn't do anything. It's like it's there for decoration. <laughs> um, uh, the other thing is the front wheel does not turn. So oh. if you're going to turn, you've got to push down a little bit and pivot mm. on the back two wheels. Mm. Uh, that I wasn't used to doing. Pushing didn't bother me so much, but by mile eight or nine, every time it came time to turn, I had to push down. I was, getting kind of tired across the shoulders and the back. Um, Hey, it, it was a great experience about mile eight or nine. Uh, Kim was talking to me. She said, how do you feel? I said, I, I feel pretty good. She says, well, I just want to make sure you're not doing any further damage to your, uh, heel and Achilles tendon. And I said, uh, I don't think I am. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not. And and I honestly said to her, "But you know, I've I've really been thinking about that for the last couple of minutes. And if I am, I'll just live with it because this means that much to me, and this is something I want to do. So, if it does, so be it. I'll fix it later. In the meantime, we've got a we've got a race to finish, and we did. We finished. Um, I, I may do." I hope I do many more half marathons. I'm not sure I'll do another one. I'll remember as much as this one.
2: I just want to say, watching you guys finish, I about cried. I was like, when you when your guys's, when Woody's and your name got called, I was beyond ecstatic. Oh. I
1: thank you for that. I didn't hear it. I I just I guess I wasn't listening.
2: Well, they said, it was it? Wait, correct me if I'm wrong. Those angels, right, Ainsley's.
1: Yeah, yep, Woody, Ainsley's Woody's Angels, in a, an yeah. Ainsley's, Ainsley's so Angels. So they there. said yeah.
2: Woody's name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they said Ainsley's Angels.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I th- I think I I think I think did hear that. And that was pretty neat. And, you know, I told Woody, I said, the only reason I finished this is because of you. I, I mm. wouldn't have. I just wouldn't have. I didn't plan to. I probably shouldn't have, although I had physical therapy this morning and everything seems to be fine. We seem to be making slow progress. It was worth it. Allie?
3: I believe for a lot of people, this is a really challenging half marathon um, due to the weather or due to some sort of injury or something like that. And, um, you know, a lot of people were, this may have been their first half marathon as well. And um, they do get, sometimes they do get a little easier than this one was. Um, (laughs) But one of the things that I really loved is I, I sort of took some time at the finish line and and looked around at people, and people looked like they were so proud of themselves. I saw a lot of happy tears. Um, My friend Casey finished her first challenge, and beforehand she was saying, I didn't think I could do it, and she really pulled it out, and she showed what she was made of, Um, and it was just really nice. I feel like there was a lot of people feeling a lot of pride at the end of this half marathon. It felt really special.
2: I know we talk about dopey a lot and we sometimes say the word just these distances that we do the 5k 10k half marathon. That's not just any distance that's a, a long distance and you should be extremely proud of all the work you put forward. And, um, it's just so cool to hear everybody's stories and witness people walk, uh, crossing the finish line, holding hands and sticking together or having their individual races that they've been training for so long. I am so excited for all of you guys. And I know I'm not, I'm speaking probably for everybody, um, oh, yeah. here. And, um, this is just a taste of what is to come for, uh, marathon weekend. So if you were there also, you plan on being for marathon weekend. This is a nice little excitement to get you ready for that, and I am so excited. I don't know about all you guys from like yeah. Oh sure, yes. Sure. I'm,
1: I'm, after this weekend, I'm more fired up for January than I've been in a long time. And I would add, this is not unique to Run Disney, but I think the emotions that you all were describing, I think I see that more at Run Disney than any other yeah. event I go to. That I think run Disney attracts runners like myself that "Ah, I'm not really, you know, I, I used to be okay. Not anymore. Now I'm just happy if I can finish this. And it attracts people who want to challenge themselves for the first time and try some distance they haven't tried before. And the satisfaction and the tears of joy, I think we see a lot of that pretty cool
4: our friend jeff from uh disney with the ducks i know him and his family did the 5k but jeff was out there by the surrey bikes at five o'clock in the morning for both the 10 and a half cheering us all on so i mean yeah that's that was great you know just getting up and supporting us any everybody not just us was was great to see him out there Uh, friends we shared our experiences
1: at wine and dine alicia was there with us she's not here tonight but we asked her and she had an opportunity to record her observations. So we want to share those with you now.
7: Here are my thoughts on this year's Wine and Dine half marathon weekend. I'll start with the expo. I wasn't sure how I would like the virtual queue, but I ended up really really liking it i was able to get merchandise that i haven't been able to get in a few race weekends because lines had been too long at those so i am a huge fan of the virtual queue and i've heard rumors that they're going to have it at marathon weekend and so i hope that's true so i'm able to get some dopey merchandise i also got to go and see pam at her fluffy fizzy booth and get some of her body butter which i really am enjoying the 10k I absolutely had a fantastic time I was in my own little bubble most of the time which I really liked and I really enjoyed that course I besides the humidity I have no complaints about it I have only good things to say I couldn't have had a better race that day for the half marathon I was struggling because it was hot and humid to begin with. And then as you know, if you were there, it started raining um, and rained from when I was starting the race until um, about three miles in. And when I was at mile two and a half, unfortunately a girl stepped in a huge puddle that I was trying to avoid and splashed water all over my shoes. So my feet were pretty, they were not happy with me. They were screaming at me because my feet were wet and I was already struggling at mile four and Allie and Casey found me and I asked if I could run with them and they said, sure. So they definitely helped me get through the half marathon, but I am grateful that I am another year down of a perfect two course challenger and i finished my 18th half marathon so all in all i am very happy with the race weekend
1: yeah great weekend great weekend i hope you had as much fun as we did if you got some stories you'd like to share hit the join the conversation link send us your stories Uh, maybe we'll get a chance to play them next week or mention us on social media instagram or facebook Okay, friends. Let's just take a break for a moment here. We've got some news from some friends at the podcast. Our friends over at Zippity Tees.
7: Hi, Rise and Run listeners. I'm Devin, and I'm Carrie, and we are Zipity Tees. We are a woman-owned small shop specializing in nostalgic Disney and pop culture T-shirts and sweatshirts. Our largest Run Disney collection will be available for pre-order on November 22nd through the 24th. Be sure to check out our designs on our Instagram, at Zippa and we'll see you at Marathon Weekend and Princess Weekends. Have fun running. And shopping.
1: Moving along a little bit, we've talked an awful lot about Run Disney and Wine and Dine Weekend, but there was some other little event that went on this weekend. And Lexi's been sitting here quietly the whole time waiting to tell us this story. Tell me again, was it Poughkeepsie? It was somewhere upstate that you ran it. Where where the heck was that, Lexi?
5: It was just a little small city called New York City.
1: Ah, that's it. That's the one. I forget (laughs) that all the time. The, The city's so nice, they named it twice. New York, New York. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the new york city marathon lexi congratulations on finishing the new york marathon.
7: thank you big, yeah lexi big
1: deal big deal we're proud of you for doing that um hey walk us through it lexi how'd it go I, you know how i like to do this start with the expo how okay did
5: go? um well okay so when i got to new york i got there on friday and uh, with the New York City Marathon, you had to sign up for a specific time to show up to the expo. So my time was 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Um, I did hear, I read on Facebook that uh, they weren't checking the time, so you could go at any time. <laughs> um, but I got, I mean, just with the way my day f- fell out, I got there around 1, 1:30. Um, and. It was in the I don't know how to pronounce Javits Center. I think is what it's. That's that's real
1: close. Jacob Javits, yeah.
5: And it was just this big convention center, very similar to the setup of Run Disney. Um, You walked in, you went to where your number was and where your last name started, and you got your bib. And let me tell you, I had the best conversation with the people that were manning the bib booth
8: is that what
7: it's called
5: bib booth
1: i suppose Um, (laughs)
5: um i it was i was the only one in line and so i just stood there talking to him there were um four people that were standing back there and just making the best conversation and um one of them was running the marathon and so we talked about that for a little bit and they asked me what races i had done and they asked me um about disney races and we got to talking about the podcast so if you're listening hello (laughs) (laughs) cool um but they were just so encouraging and really upbeat just about the race in general because i at that point i was kind of starting to get nervous (laughs) Um, but i'll talk about that in a minute and um yeah it it really just made my day like it that interaction was just perfect Um, so then we went into the official race merchandise area and I kind of spent all of my money. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Um,
5: they had everything and I got a shirt for every season. (laughs) Um, I'm wearing the t-shirt right now. Um, it has all of the burrows that we ran through on the back. You know what
1: I, you know what I asked, hold it up to the microphone so we can all hear it. Never mind.
5: (laughs) Here we go. Oh, that hurt.
1: Um. <laughs> I didn't mean it, Lexi. It's a joke.
5: I'm sorry. Okay. I'm just so sore. Yeah. <laughs> um, But anyway, I ended up spending about two and a half hours between waiting in line, trying on some stuff, and just shopping at the expo. Um, and I had the best time. They had some really good merch. I was I was really pleased. It was around the same prices as the Run Disney merch. So I mean it wasn't cheap stuff, but it was it was really fun. And then at the checkout area, every time the cashiers had someone that was running their first New York or running their first marathon, they did this big yell, like, Hey everybody, and then all the other cashiers would be like, What? And then they'd be like we've got a first time marathoner. And then everybody would cheer and they'd ring all (laughs) the cowbells and it was just really cool. um, Really cool experience. And um, so yeah, that was, that was the expo. There was a ton of people everywhere.
1: Um, Oh yeah. It's a huge event.
5: Yeah. Everywhere you turned, there was people. It was never like sardines, but there was people everywhere.
4: (laughs) So, so was the expo open to just runners this year still or was it for general public or do you know?
5: I'm pretty sure it was the general public because they didn't have anything at the door checking about like whether or not you were an, uh, a runner or, you know, you didn't have a barcode or anything to scan. Um, You just kind of walked in and, and then they – the actual expo part, not the – um official race merchandise. They had booths everywhere and there was, they, you know, they were all close together and um, they were handing out food and drinks and all of that kind of stuff.
4: Was run Disney there?
5: No, I think run Disney was busy doing something else.
4: No, cause no, they've been there. They, they've been there before. I've got some better merch from there than at a, I got a nice run Disney bag there. If they gave away. They usually had the medals on display and all the other stuff. Yeah. So.
5: Oh, no, they weren't there. Not that I saw. I could have missed them, but I, I don't, I don't they think had they would have right
4: they, they had a big booth when we were there.
5: Well, now I now I want to go back and see. <laughs> <laughs> can I go back in time and see if
1: it <laughs> Yeah. You can, you can go with Mr. Peabody and Sherman in the Wayback Machine.
5: Well, Saturday, I intentionally did not go very many places because I wanted to save my legs. Very smart. But, um, yeah, I slept in. I slept until, like, 10 a.m. It was awesome. I never sleep in. Oh, she does not. I'm a witness to that.
1: Oh, you mean on Saturday, you mean?
5: <laughs> on Saturday, yeah. yeah okay, in. okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I went and got some lunch, and then I went back to the hotel. and Oh, and I saw a show. And I got back to the hotel, and I started... Honestly, getting really anxious, Um, just being nervous about the race and not time nervous, but nervous in a a, I don't know what to expect and I'm worried that I'm not going to meet my own expectations. I'm not going to meet the standard that I put in my head of what I want to do at this race and i ended up having a talk with my boyfriend that night and um he was the most encouraging and um just reminded me a couple of times through the phone conversation and um he he just said have fun you know you're in new york city in your favorite city so go and enjoy it while you can like how many people can say that you're running the new york city and it took a couple of times for that to register before i was like no like i'm going to run in my favorite city <laughs> this is going to be awesome so by the end of the phone conversation you know i was i was more excited than i was nervous so i really appreciated that um and i Stayed up until 11 p.m. Probably shouldn't have done that, but it was fine. (laughs) I guess moving on to Sunday now, I took the Galloway bus. So there was the customized training program. They had a bus that took us to the start. And in retrospect, that was probably the best decision that I made the entire day. Oh,
1: good, because I know you're a little nervous about that.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask what you were going to do with all that time because I remember it was going out super early.
5: Yeah, so my biggest concern was my fueling. Um how I was going to leave my hotel room at 5:30 in the morning and not run until 11:30. But I ended up eating breakfast like I normally do with my oatmeal in my hotel room. <laughs> um and then I took a hamburger patty and sweet potatoes in my little carry bag and um that was my my pseudo lunch that I had at eleven thirty. um but I you know I got on the bus I actually got a text from coach twigs at five fifty six asking me where I was because <laughs> we were supposed to leave at six and I was like I'm rounding the corner I promise I'm almost there um and we had almost a full charter bus of of people, and um, it took probably 45 minutes to get from. We were at the Plaza Hotel right across from Central Park, and we were driving out to Staten Island, and um, there was a bit of traffic getting over the, the bridge right before you get into Staten Island because, you know, everybody was dropping off, but... Um, relatively seamless we had some really great conversations on the bus too just talking about disney races and you know what our some of the people had run new york before and what the experience was and it was just really good chill camaraderie um and we probably unloaded the bus at like seven four seven o'clock probably so I decided to stay with Coach Twiggs and Chris Turner, who was on our episode a couple weeks ago. And we went and found the Galloway tarp that was in one of the, uh, like, main runner start areas. And I sat there. I laid down. I would brought a throwaway blanket, which was a really good idea because um, that was my pillow. And I didn't sleep because it was, you know, so much happening and I had a lot of like adrenaline still. But I was just resting and that was all I did. I just sat there for three hours, I guess. <laughs> it was just um but the time went really, really fast. And um we did have a hard time getting self service because everybody was trying to use their phone. Um and then at about ten thirty I headed to the Blue Corral, which is where I started. Went to the bathroom. Oh, another pro tip about New York City Marathon. It's very helpful if you bring your own toilet paper. Very helpful. Because by 10.30, 10 o'clock, the porta-potties were running out of
2: toilet paper. My nightmare. That happened in Berlin, remember? I do remember that.
5: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm more shocked you went in the porta potty with your fear. <laughs>
5: no. Okay, Hey, so I went in to a porta potty four times. Wow. During the, like I did three on the race course, and one of them, the scariest one, was whenever it was dark because it was dark outside, and I was just like, was it on a hill? No, it was just on the sidewalk, but there okay. weren't any on the hill because I intentionally chose the ones that were not on the hill
3: because <laughs> I was so afraid I was
5: going to tip over. <laughs> but
3: the idea of just sliding down a hill in a tipped-over porta potty is horrifying and hilarious at the same time. But I, but you seem to survive it, so that's yeah, great. I survived. I survived the horrors of the porta potties.
4: She faced her fears of the porta potties.
5: Yeah, you know, you just thanks. That's that's the real triumph, right? <laughs> went to my start crowd. It was it was very seamless. Like the entire morning. It went by really fast. And then all of a sudden we were in our crowds and they were like, Okay, here you go. Let's walk. I never felt rushed. I never felt like I had to walk miles and miles to get to any place. It was all well labeled. So I thought I thought that was very well done. So then we get to the start and hear the national anthem and the cannons go off and the New York, New York song comes on. Want
3: to be a part part of it. it. Uh Okay, cool. Yeah. We can't that's all we can play of the song. We do not have rights to that song.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Um And me and the lady next to me had a wonderful sing-off on her Instagram. Everything about it was just electric. It was crazy. And I was in blue 1130, no, Corral 5 Wave F.
3: That's incredible. That's a lot of corrals, it sounds like. I
5: was at the very, very, very last one. Um, And very soon after I started, there were just a few people around me. Um, But when I tell you that the first 10 miles flew by. I don't know if I've ever had a race go by that fast. And it was like 10 miles and I was like, oh, my gosh, I've already done 10 miles like this is crazy. Um, The reason for that was the crowd support
0: that was just about right what i was going to ask is that late in the day what is the crowd support still like
5: yeah the entire 10 miles there were so many people around um so this would have probably been until like i don't know two at least 2 p.m um And then I started noticing the crowds dwindling just a little bit, but there were still people out. So there were a couple of areas of the course that had a little bit of low crowds, but overall, everybody was going crazy. And there was even one part, which is probably my favorite part of the course. I even asked somebody like, what neighborhood are we in? Because I want to remember this part that she said that we were in Fort Green and there were so many people along the sides that it basically made a tunnel for you to run through like sports, like the sports balls, you know, with football and that you like you run through the tunnel basically is what we were doing. And they all had their hands out. I don't know how many high fives that gave. Um, it was crazy. And the, the amount of people who were yelling and screaming for you. And I remember I had the same kind of sentiment in Berlin of, you know, they don't know who you are, um, but they are giving you more support than, you know, than anybody. It, it There are no words to describe the, how it feels when you're running through that, um, I would even equate it to, like, the kind of high that I get from performing um, whenever I'm on stage. Like, that's that's the kind of high that I felt whenever I was running through that crowd. Um, it was amazing. And I text my mom at about mile 10. I said, I think in this moment my cheeks are more sore from smiling than my feet are from running. Um, and I even noticed it like Monday, like when I would smile really big, my cheeks were like, oh,
8: that's, that's
5: a little sore. <laughs> so first 10 miles, absolutely amazing, especially in Fort Greene. But I want to give a shout out to Gretchen, who made a sign with my name on it at mile eight. Um, <laughs> Funny story about it. I saw the sign that said Lexi over to the side on the right. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's somebody else that spells their name exactly like mine (laughs) running the race. Not even thinking the sign would be for me because I went to New York by myself. I didn't think anybody would be there cheering on the side. And so I had taken, I turned on my GoPro to go get some footage of the sign with my name on it. And then I was like, wait a second. I know these people. (laughs) And when I realized that they were there with my name on the sign, not just the name Lexi on a sign, I I started crying. Like, thank you so much, Gretchen, for doing that. That I have no words. Um, I was not expecting it at all. And um, it, it really, it really meant the world to me to that that you would come out and cheer for me it just it was amazing i kept running i was in really good spirits all the way through the half marathon mark i even was like checking my my strava and i was keeping with my latest magic mile paces too and i was like i'm right on track and <laughs> this is amazing and the Queensboro Bridge, like, yeah, it was it was tough going up a hill, but it wasn't anything like I thought it was gonna. I thought it was like the monster, and it was just like, okay, I mean, it's not enjoyable to go up a hill, but I'm not dying. Um, and I will say, right about that point, so that would have been mile fifteen. Whenever I came around to First Avenue. There were still people, but there weren't like the roar of people that I heard about. Um, and uh, it was still absolutely amazing. And I was like, oh, that's the Queenborough Bridge. That's over. <laughs> um, and right about that time was when Jack texted me and she goes, oh my gosh, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. I'm fine. I'm just chilling at mile 16 right now. And she's like, okay, I was scared. (laughs) I was like, scared? Why are you scared? (laughs) And she said, you haven't been tracked since the half marathon mark. And I was like, oh my goodness. So um, I knew that Jonathan had made the post about tracking the different people through the New York City Marathon. So I went on facebook and there were so many of you guys that were like wondering if i was okay and making sure that um like trying to check on me and i like i didn't realize um that so many of you guys were following me um and so i made the post like i'm alive i'm good i'm in mile 17 now doing fine they just pulled the mats up but um as I was taking my walk breaks I was going back through and reading all the comments and I just started crying because I was so overwhelmed with like how much support you guys were giving us that were running the race me and Lisa and um Heather was also out there and uh Rob was also out there At that point, you know, getting that kind of support at mile 17 of a marathon, it really, I'm not going to cry. It really overwhelmed me with the amount of support that runners give each other and the kind of community that, you know, you guys, you listeners, have created with our Facebook page. And, um I really I'm I'm overwhelmed to the point of not having words uh with how grateful I am for you guys and everything that you said on the different posts that were made and that really pushed me through an extra couple of miles for real. <laughs> and so I uh, one difference with this marathon which y'all've heard my story over the past couple of months of running is I never didn't want to be there. <laughs> um, there was never a point of this race in the entire twenty six miles that I was like, Ugh, I don't want to do this anymore. Can this be over? Um, I wanna quit. That none of
2: that mindset was there. Um You had texted me, you said you were smiling the entire time, and I was like, She's having that race. She's having like the race, you know. And I was so excited for you. Yeah,
5: and um, I mean, Jack will tell you I had her on standby for
2: whenever I would get my wall, and um, I, I was waiting for the call. <laughs> but I'm I'm I was glad that it didn't come because it meant that you were having an amazing race, and you called me at the end. But I did get worried. Because Adam, who we had on before for the 100 Keys Ultra Marathon, he had texted me saying it first. And I was like, oh, you're right. But she said she was good. And I got confused. And I went on the tracker. And I was like, okay, it's not tracking. And I was like, oh, no.
0: Lexi, I, I have a question for you. You know, this just sounds like a, a, such an overwhelmingly positive physical and mental experience for you and I know I asked a little bit ago about you know starting that late you know what your course support was like but can you talk about that same support as it related to the finish I mean you see you know a couple of videos of you know some of the last runners coming across and obviously there's not the same Pomp and circumstance that you know when you know they're doing the the live television broadcast and everything like that. Um, So you know, tell us what I mean. Obviously, the, the emotion of finishing any marathon is a great one, but 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 talk about that environment of you know the sun's down. It's you know after seven o'clock and everything like that. W- what was that like? I'm really curious to know.
5: Yeah, so I'll rewind a couple of miles. Um, At about mile 20, probably, is when I noticed the crowds start dwindling along the sidelines. Um, There were still people and um, there were some amazing, like just one person would be on the course with one of those microphones being like, or or not even with a microphone, but they would walk with you or jog with you um, just for a, a little stretch, maybe you know 10 yards. I'm so proud of you. You've got this. You're awesome. Keep going. Um you've made it this far. Like a one-on-one type eye contact interaction. And um that that really helped me at that point of the race of having just the one-offs. Um it wasn't the roar of the crowd. It was like a pointed you've got this keep going. So that was really amazing. And if we have any New Yorkers that were doing that at the end of the race, thank you so much. But I did notice 21 till probably 23 and a half when we went into Central Park were pretty minimal on spectators. It was just the dark and the road and the runners that were around you. And it really wasn't a lot of runners at all you know, three or four people in front of you and then the people that you could see. But then when you turned into Central Park, yes, the actual Central Park miles were dark. And at this point, we were just trying to get to the end of the race. But there was also this kind of urgency that I felt uh, personally because I... I had heard that they were closing the finish line and turn, well, not closing the finish line, that they were turning off the finishing clock at 7.25. And my projected time when I entered Central Park is I was probably going to be crossing the finish line at about 7.30. So I was feeling the urgency of, I don't want what happened in Berlin to happen again. And somewhere down in the depths of my soul, I pulled something that I didn't know that I had. And honestly, I contribute it to partially the knowledge of, I know there's a bunch of people that are rooting for me right now. And I'm going to pull this strength from them to to make this and cause I'm going to get this official finish time. <laughs> and I ran the last two miles almost completely. I wasn't running fast, wow. but I, I pulled something and I did run walk of my intervals up the incline. And then I ran as far as I could until I would get like to the, at least halfway up the hill, because it was rolling hills all through Central Park. And I think I, I, I pulled, I definitely did negative splits those last two miles. There was, there was a lot of silence with the runners at at the very end of the race. You could feel the, I just want to be done from everyone around you, but also like, I think all of us at the back were pushing each other to finish. Like you've made it this far. You're not going to stop. We didn't necessarily have people around us as spectators telling us that we weren't going to stop, but you knew that the runner that was right next to you wasn't going to let you stop this close to the finish. If they had to drag you across the finish line, we were all going to get through this together. And there was such a camaraderie, even though we didn't even really talk to each other. Like you just knew. That's that's what was going to happen. Um, but when we hit that 800 meters and then the 26-mile mark and the 400 meters, you started to see more and more crowds. Nothing like, I think, the pomp and circumstance that before dark would have happened. But there were still crowds. There was still support. And then when you... Started around that last little curve into the finish line. Then you could hear people screaming and the announcer and you saw the cameras and everything was lit up. And keep in mind all this from the 800 mile marker, uh, the 800 meters left. I was crying. Um, I just couldn't stop crying. The volunteers were there with the ponchos and the medals. And there were people in the stands. And I felt just as complete, I don't even know the word, relief and (laughs) excitement and celebration as if I would have crossed with 5,000 people at the same time. Um I don't feel like anything was diminished at all.
8: That's from, awesome.
5: From finishing at the back of the pack. And um yeah, it, w- it the the gentleman that handed me my medal he said the kindest words to me and um I I was sobbing. I couldn't even get any words out. Um, but he told me that he was proud of me and I deserved this. Um, and then he put the medal around my neck and I'm
3: wearing Aww. it. Right now. I love that. It's interesting because he didn't really know you, but he knew that about you and you did deserve it. And you have worked really hard for this. And I think all of us following along your story have been sharing this part of your journey so it's really great to hear how well you did and how much you loved this race
2: you finally yeah. got your star yeah you've been working so, have, so hard for that yeah
5: when I when I rounded that last corner and I saw the clock was still going um and at first I thought that it wasn't I thought it had stopped but then I saw the seconds go down and that just I mean, I'm crying right now. I'm crying <laughs> like, right now too. <laughs> um, and um, I saw, yeah, I saw the seconds go down, and I was like, "I'm gonna get my first star right now." And Jack, I'll have
2: you know, you were the first person I called. <gasps> it was, <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly, truly feel honored because I was like, I was so excited to talk to you, man.
5: Yeah, I, as soon I, as I. As soon as I got my poncho, I was like, who do I want to share this with? Jack.
2: Aww. So. I love you so much. I hope you know that I'm so freaking proud of you. I love you too. Um,
5: and then the next thing I did was call my mama. <laughs> um, and then I posted a picture on the Rise and Run podcast page. Don't hate me for saying this, but I, I think I loved this race more than any run Disney race I've ever done.
0: It's understandable.
5: Yeah. It was the best experience. Course support, crowd support. um, My overall feelings about the race, period. It was everything that I wanted it to be. I had a blast. I am really sore. And I, I, I'm I not injured, but I, 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 do, I am chafed pretty bad. <laughs> but I would do it again in a heartbeat. And I, I do hope to run the New York City Marathon again. Absolutely. And again, thank you to everyone who commented, liked, sent private messages, texted me, called me. Um, you don't know. I mean, you got me through this race. And I appreciate you so much. And I love you guys.
3: We're
0: so proud of you, Lexi.
3: We love you. So Lexi, is there going to be anything about this New York City Marathon on Passport to run?
5: Absolutely. Um, I'm hoping to have the video uploaded by the time this podcast episode drops. So you should be able to go to YouTube and watch my recap video of the New York City Marathon.
8: Cool.
1: Lexi, thanks. Sounds great you know, we're all very proud of you and uh nice job. Nice job in New York. Okay. Hey gang, we've got another shirt pre-order winding up, I
4: believe, don't we? We got a shirt order. Uh, our pre-order ends on, uh, Saturday the 12th. So, uh, get, get your orders in, uh, so we can, uh, get those shirts out here. We're expecting to ship them out by, december 14th so hopefully you'll have them for christmas and for marathon weekend
1: sounds good thanks john Hey, for those of you who have ordered who those of you who wore your shirts to wine and dine thanks for doing that Looked great it was terrific to see folks running in their rise and run podcast t-shirts
3: how cool was that
1: yeah it was pretty neat pretty neat next week we've got Wendy Larson, the hand cyclist who won both Boston and the New York City Marathon this year. So we'll be very excited to talk with Wendy. Okay, my friends, let's move on. It's time for the race report. (laughs) Well, we promised that we'd have a race report spotlight this week, and we do. We promised that we would pick one runner from wine and dine weekend i'd love to have you all but by golly there were about a hundred of you (laughs) so we can't go through all of those don't quite have the time but we do have this one featured runner we'd like to speak with who did not only her first disney run but her first 5k so riley how are you doing good that's good I'm glad you're here. It's good to see you again. Did you have fun this weekend? Yes. Oh tell me what you did. Did you go for a run? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which run was it? Do you remember?
8: The 5K.
1: The 5K. That's a lot of K's for a youngster. That's one K for each year. That's one K for each year, right? Five years, five K's, right? Yeah. That's pretty neat. I'd have to do a lot of K's. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <It was> <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's pretty funny huh? you're right it is that's pretty funny ah uh, let's see did you have to get up really early in the morning
8: yes did you like it no
1: no i didn't think so <laughs> i didn't think so I, riley i didn't like it either <laughs> i didn't like it either i don't like getting up so early it wasn't even light out yet, was it? It was still dark. Wasn't it still dark when you woke up in the morning?
8: Really dark.
1: Really dark. Yeah, I thought so.
8: So, Riley,
3: who was on the medal for the 5K? Coco. You liked the Coco? And did you see any characters that you liked to see on the course from Coco? I saw before the race.
1: I know. You, you were with me. Remember? And Miss Becky? Yes. Yeah. I still have the pictures. Do
3: you remember any other characters that you saw on the 5K course? Olaf.
1: Oh, I saw him.
8: Aww. Bad Mattatouille and Bad brother. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> cool. Well, we didn't get a line for them because it was really long. But I just took a picture.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Aww. Okay. Yeah, lines were long. They were. Would take a long time.
2: And who did you dress up as? Coco. Yeah. <laughs> and what did Mom and Dad dress up as? Dante.
4: Dante. <laughs> oh.
8: Papa Oh, I love that.
4: So, Riley, who are you more excited to see, the characters or Mr. Bob?
8: <laughs> Both.
4: <I agree. laughs> That's my buddy. Good answer. I
1: am a character anyway.
2: What did you do to celebrate after the race? Did you get any ice cream or any desserts or anything?
8: No. <laughs> uh,
1: it was too early.
8: I built a droid at Hollywood Studios. <gasps> you built a droid? Did you name oh, the droid? Man. You haven't named him yet? This droid. Oh, okay.
1: That sounds like fun. What else did you do over the weekend at the parks, Riley?
8: So I by the right ear.
1: Oh, that's a oh, good one. Buzz
8: Lightyear.
1: Those are good ones. Slinky dog's a good one too.
3: So when you were training for your running, Riley, did you did you have a lot of fun running with your mom and dad leading up to this? Yes. Hey
1: Riley, are you going to do another race? What do you think? Do you want to do another race?
8: Two more. Two more?
1: <laughs> Two more.
8: Wow. Okay. Played up four more.
1: You're going to do dopey. Oh. All right. That's great. Can I do one with you, Riley? Well, are you going to do four more? Can I do one with you? Yes. If I get tired, will you help me?
8: Yes.
1: Oh, that's good. I need that. That's very good. Thank you.
8: Riley,
3: did you wear your Coco medal around the parks later? No. You didn't? Did you carry it with you and take any pictures? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Did it make you feel proud that you ran the 5K and you won a medal? Yes. That's awesome I felt proud too of my medal
4: So did you get a snack box at the end of the race? Yes What was in that snack box? Anything good?
8: Plastic cheese
4: Yay (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's my girl Plastic cheese Okay
8: And a fruit roll up
2: Yeah there was
8: (laughs) Nice And a banana
1: Oh yeah, can't forget the banana. So Riley, we asked a lot of questions, right? And you answered, is there anything else that you remember about this weekend? Whether it was running, or in the parks, or at the hotel, anything else you want to tell us about?
8: Beedi Coco.
1: No. Oh, okay. That's great. Wonderful. Riley? I was happy to see you. I'm glad you did this. And I'm glad you had fun. And I'm going to run one of those four races with you when you do them, okay?
8: Okay.
1: Ah, that sounds great. Thank you, Riley.
8: We're proud of you. Thank you. That's
1: my buddy. And if you haven't figured that out, that's Greg's daughter, Riley, who is five years old. Ah, that was fun. All right, let's take a look at what happened this weekend. First of all, on Saturday and Sunday in Macillan, Ohio. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Macillan. Any Anybody from around Ohio here? No, 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 no hands. I'm
2: no. from okay.
1: Ohio. Is it Macillan or Mass? Anyway.
2: Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm no help even no, though I'm from Ohio. <laughs> this,
1: this part I can do though, in that city in Ohio they had the whispering grace ultra run this weekend our buddy chad did a 100 kilometer event surprisingly this is chad's first official 100 kilometer event he's done more he's done greater distances his plan was to complete the first 50 miles sleep and then finish and he was able to finish in under 24 hours and PR. And like I said, this was, first, this was his first official 100K. Lori was there also. Lori did a 50K, said she had a chance to meet up with and talk with Chad and actually uh, run slash walk with him for part of the event. Said it helped her through. Lori finished her 50K. So that's one heck of a lot of distance covered by two folks in one weekend in a city in Ohio in Chicago Illinois. They had a hot chocolate run this weekend on Saturday. Uh in the 5K Joanne ran the 5K first time that Joanne and her family did a run together. Joanne says she wore her Rise and Run t-shirt. Thank you Joanne. But it was cold in Chicago, so it was kind of lost under a sweatshirt. Still, she listened to the gang, and they had Rice Krispie Treats on the race. That's that's a good run. You You got Rice Krispie Treats on the run? That's a good run in my book. In Indianapolis, Indiana, at the monumental half marathon, Jeff finished half marathon number 89, plus he completed they call i don't know what they call but he earned the indython medal it's one of those series runs because he ran the indianapolis half in october and the monumental half on saturday so a special award for that in huntsville alabama the lobster fest 5k alicia our ballerina finished that one 50 seconds faster than her 5k last week uh this was another warm-up run before a full day of nutcracker rehearsal for alicia i butchered her name last week i don't know what the heck i was thinking but it's alicia nice job alicia the fellowship of christian athletes river valley run half marathon fort smith arkansas joe our buddy joe went virtual on this one joe also completed all three wine and dine virtual races this week he was staying a day ahead of us um i have dug through i know my friend megan participated in the oceans 50 relay on in palm coast florida i know megan i know i saw you posting on this but as i was looking today i'm not sure where you posted it in facebook which group because i had a hard time finding it but i know she did it and that's cool congratulations megan uh in grand rapids michigan the hot cider hustle 10k laura did that one her first run since 2018 good pace on this race for laura and she's getting ready for her first run disney event her first ever run disney event that'll be coming up in the springtime the run the ribbons 5k lawrenceville georgia lauren did that one this was for the benefit of families dealing with cancer diagnosis some more a muggy day in lawrenceville yeah we know lauren we were in the orlando area and we know what you mean but lauren had a strong finish on this race good job i looked real hard Kristen signed up for the miami marlins triple play 5k and i i tried but i couldn't find a post on that one Kristen, i hope you had fun uh jason did the stevenville running club 5k poker run in stevenville texas actually jason's got running events saturday and sunday we'll get to the sunday one in just a moment um 38 total miles this weekend for jason he did two walk two 5ks with his wife but he also did the rest of his dopey training i think he's dopey yeah dopey or goofy i'm not positive which but he had a bunch of miles to train this weekend. Now, interestingly, in Stephenville, Texas, on Saturday, it was 45 degrees and breezy. It was a little different on Sunday. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Lexi told us about the New York City Marathon. We had some other folks run it. Uh, Coach Chris Twiggs finished the event. Chris Turner, who was with us not that long ago, talking about Pacers, he was there. He finished the event our friend Danny, who we had invited to be with us for the spotlight, but Danny couldn't run the event. He had a uh, an injury he was working through. I think he's getting a bit better, but he did go there to cheer. Some folks said they saw him cheering in Central Park. Heather in the push rim wheelchair division, uh, she she talked about it. She had a great recap that she posted, said that the first mile was really tough. It was pretty much straight uphill, but she got released early on. Uh, She describes seeing the women pros and then the men pros caught her. Then eventually the faster runners towards the front of the pack, then the whole pack caught her. Then it started getting a little tough for the push rim for Heather. Uh, More hills than she expected. I think most of the hills come on the bridges, but they were, and then in Central Park at the end, but there were more hills than heather expected plus heather's been doing dadgum marathons and half marathons every weekend for the last i don't know three years no 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 no. <laughs> but for the last six or seven weeks at least uh our friend rob hicks from england was there uh, megan also ran the new york city marathon as did laura laura said she had a phenomenal experience and wants to thank her husband who provided her course support so we may have had others in new york but that's the list i have here in raleigh north carolina the city of oaks it's listed it was listed as a half marathon and Kristen said maybe i'll do the full well she did she definitely did the full this was one of her last training events for dopey that's a good way to do it. If you got to do the marathon distance and training, a nice organized, as we call them, catered training run is a good way to go. Uh, the Hartford Marathon Foundation Western Mass 10-Miler. Both Christina and Jen did that one. A warm day in Western Massachusetts. 70 degrees at the start of this inaugural event in Western Mass. Uh Christina said it was eight miles on a rail trail. Uh, rail trails are nice places to run on. Uh, her husband and son also did the event as a two-person relay. Then they drove home. I think she said it was about a 45 minute ride. She got out. She did nine more miles for goofy training. That's dedication. Jen did the race because she found out about it from a sign near where she normally does her training run. She knocked it out and knocked two minutes and 13 seconds off of her previous best for that distance. Way to go, Jen. In Geneva, Illinois, the Ooh La La Chocolate Half Marathon, Mark did that one. He finished, but he sprained his ankle about halfway through and still gutted it out and finished the event. Uh, in Bowling Green, Kentucky, the BG 26.2, Mary Kate uh, did that event. And then finally on Sunday, I told you Jason did two, both in Stephenville, Texas. The second one was the dog jog one mile and 5K. And Jason said he did two 5Ks, so he did the 5K, not the one mile. Finished first in his age group, way to go. Remember how I said he reported that the first event was 45 degrees and breezy? Well, that was Saturday. On Sunday, it was 84 and sunny little bit, little bit of difference in just 24 hours, huh? Uh, that can happen, but there you go. There you go. That's the race report for this week. All right, my friends, it's getting near that time. Time to wrap it up. It's a Zoom week for us. I'll have the Zoom login instructions posted by the time this podcast airs. Good chance to come by and visit with us and tell us your story about wine and dine weekend or new york city or whatever else you did or to ask questions about training for the wdw marathon weekend all right my friends and you know if you run you are our friends and boy did that really hit home this weekend episode 57 of the rise and run podcast is in the books Until we see you again, hopefully soon. Happy running.
0: The Rise and Run podcast discusses general information about Run Disney and is in no way affiliated with Run Disney or the Walt Disney Company. Any information or advice discussed on this podcast should not be considered medical advice and should always consult with your healthcare provider or event organizer.